hello my friends welcome back to hold up let me explain i'm your host nicole and on today's episode i wanted to talk about social media now the topic of social media has always been redundant you know like it's all smoke and mirrors you know everyone's cap don't believe what you see everyone's always going to post the best versions of themselves this is true but i still have conversations with people who still feel the need to take a break from social media because it makes them feel bad about themselves and i kind of wanted to explore that a little bit more mainly because i remember there was a time a long time ago where i was obsessed with the narrative of projecting a fabulous life Now, when I say fabulous life, I don't mean like I was sailing across the world in a yacht. I don't live that kind of life. But it was more like, you know, every time I would go out, I would obviously take my pictures. I knew how to pose and what what looked fabulous, what not, what didn't. You know, I was obsessed with looking at Pinterest images to see what kind of pictures I can imitate. I would follow a lot of like celebrities on Instagram and a lot of influencers and I would sort of see what they were doing and I would want to repeat that. And, you know, in the beginning, I mainly did that because I wanted to be an influencer. I mean, people talk shit about it, but like who wouldn't want to get paid to post with their favorite products and make money off of it? Hello, like celebrities do it all the time. But the difference from then and now is that back then I would, I guess, put out this perception that I did have it all, right? Because I was traveling a lot at the time. And, but the truth was I was traveling on a credit card. I had went to Italy for a study abroad trip. And, you know, so I had all these fabulous pictures in Italy and then I came back and when I came back, I went straight to New York. So I was going out a lot in New York. So that obviously was like showing that I was like living life. I th- at the time, I was like 2021. 20, then in October, I went to Vegas for a week. So, of course, more pictures and more pictures. And then following up to the next year, I ended up going to Key West with a few friends of mine. I went on a cruise. So, you know, I was I was I don't want to say I was jet setting, but I was clearly, you know, traveling a lot and taking a lot of pictures and there's nothing wrong with that I don't want to make it seem like none of that was real it was most definitely real but the difference then was that I was doing all of this traveling on a credit card I was extremely broke while doing it all and a part of me felt like well it's worth it right this is what life is about life is about living life and you know not working to live I'm sorry not living to work but working to live you know what I don't know the saying I don't know how it goes but the point I'm trying to make is even in those moments where I felt the most fabulous I wouldn't say that I felt the most fabulous but I guess on my Instagram it might have seemed that way I wasn't I was broke I hated my job I hated serving at the time I was living with my mom and I just felt like a fraud I felt like a fraud Because here I am on Instagram making it seem like I had all this money or this amazing lifestyle when in reality, behind closed doors, I was practically poor. And I know that poor saying that is a very aggressive term, you know, because clearly if I had a roof over my head and had a car with gas in it, didn't mean I was poor. But when I tell you I was always down to my last dollar, it always seemed that way. I would put gas in my car clicking the gas pump because I had to make sure that I hit a certain number because that number was all I had in my bank account. But at the same time, I wasn't good with my money. 
I was always broke, yet I was still buying Starbucks. So for me, it would be this thing where my friends would want to hang out with me. And I'd be like, oh, I don't have any money because I would be at my last $20 bill, my account. And but then before going into work, I would look at my account and be like, well, I have 20 bucks. I guess I could afford a Starbucks. And I would get myself a coffee, take a picture of it on Snapchat or on Instagram, you know, on my way to work, trying to, again, project this lifestyle that I have because here I am affording Starbucks almost every single day an $8 coffee who the fuck needs that and look at me talking shit still because I still buy my $8 coffee the pistachio latte hello that shit is delicious but that's my point that even when I was literally financially at my lowest I was still trying to kind of keep up with this idea or this lifestyle that I was kept projecting in my on my Instagram So fast forward now where I have a good job and I'm definitely more financially stable because I had to learn those lessons the hard way in in order to, you know, know how to manage my money more better. I eventually did pay off my car. I moved out. I pay back a lot of the debt that I had. So I have credit cards again, but with decent limits, which I'm very proud to have. But now I understand that just because I have over $2,000, like a $2,000 credit card limit doesn't mean I have $2,000 to spend. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely much smarter about it. But circling back to the whole social media bit, it's one of those things now where because I lived that lifestyle, if you will, where I was projecting this idea that, you know, I live a fabulous life and I'm the happiest, which also at the time I was not the happiest. I was definitely at my lowest. I think back at that. And now anytime I come across another person's Instagram, I'm not saying I go to their Instagram thinking they're trying to convince me an idea because at the end of the day it's it's just a picture I can confidently say that there is no Instagram influencer person out there that's going to convince me they live a fabulous life like that now don't get me wrong obviously you know I see the Kardashians and I see them on private jets wearing couture wearing all these exclusive name brand you know, clothing items that not everyone has access to. Obviously, those things are true. When they fly private jets, they have bodyguards, they go to fabulous hotels, they have fabulous vacations. Obviously, those things do exist. But even still, I would look at that and tell my, ask myself like, okay, but are they happy? Okay, but are they truly safe? What is it that they're really going through? And I always remember those things because, again, I at the time always felt like, oh, well, not always felt, but there was a time where, again, I would project this idea and deep down I wasn't living a fabulous life. I was very insecure. I was very broke. Like, I'll give you an example. Okay, I remember I went to California with a group of my friends and it was a trip that we had planned for a while I would say like almost a year in advance Um, but again at the time I wasn't really I didn't get a good handle on my money I felt like every time I made money it was going somewhere it was either going to a bill going to something that I had owed or like for example like at the time I lived with my mom and I would give her money for the rent And I would also give her money for health insurance, which it was under her name, but I would give her the difference that it would be taken out of her paycheck. At the time, my car was about like, I'd say like $315 a month. My car insurance was $250 a month. 
the rent that I would give my mom was a little over 600 a month, plus the utilities and things which would round up to over 100. My phone bill, because I had gotten the new iPhone, it was like impartial of my phone bill plus the phone payment. So that was like $130. So like adding everything up, my expenses were like a little over two grand on top of the debt that I had created for myself from traveling beforehand. So yes, all that debt is paid off. But going back to when I lived with my mom, you know, I felt drained from my finances constantly. So going back to the whole California trip, even though the trip had been planned and the tickets had been purchased, coming up to that point, it was like I had no money. And so many times I just wanted to bail on the trip, but I was known to bailing a lot. I'm still kind of known for that. I feel like I've done much better at it. But at the time I was always bailing. I could never come through because money was always an issue for me. I just never had money. I was that friend. And it sucked because it wasn't a lie. And it what also sucked was that I worked a lot. I mean, there were so many times at times where I had two jobs and even still, it seemed like I was always drowning. And so my friends convinced me and they were just like, look, just whatever you have, just bring along with you. We'll figure it out while we're out there. And I will always be grateful for my friends for that because obviously, you know, they just wanted me to have this experience with them. But I remember, you know, like just taking the Instagram posts, the Snapchat posts, taking the pictures and posing in, you know, at Disneyland and, you know, just being funny and, you know, and, you know, I tried to make the most of the trip, but at that entire trip, I think I had like $10 to my name and it got to the point where we were going to go, my friends were planning to go to Vegas right after California but the day they were going to go to California, the, the day they were going to go drive to Vegas was the day that I was flying back home. I had a shift. I needed to work. My car payment was due literally in days. So whatever money I had in my account, I knew I couldn't touch. But I was going through issues with my boyfriend. And the thought of going back home to all of that, I didn't want to face. And of course, the responsible part of me needed to go back home to go back to work and not touch that money. But what do I do? I go to Vegas anyway. I call out of work. I go to Vegas. And I, I'm not saying it wasn't worth it. But it wasn't worth it. Like, I spent the whole night upset about my boyfriend at the time. And, you know, just being upset. You know, we did go to Vegas. We did have fun. I mean, you know, we dressed up, we did the makeup, we got invited to VIP, you know, we drank, you know, like, whatever, it's Vegas, of course, it's meant to be party fun. But the truth was, I was now negative $300 in my bank account. Um, I had just called out of work. So that was points in my name at my job. And now I was going back home to drama that I didn't want to face two days ago that now I'm really going to have to face. And that was me digging myself into a deeper hole. And for what? For Instagram? To project this idea that I was fine, that I didn't have problems, that I could keep up, you know? And it sucks because, you know, my friends, they understood my situation. So it wasn't like they were really pulling me into this debt obviously that's my fault like that's me this is me being accountable you know they're good friends of mine um but you know like just remembering that time of my life where I just didn't want to admit myself that I had hit rock bottom 
I did. And I still continued to try to keep up with this idea. So now being on social media, I still take the pictures because they're fun for me to take. Now, there have been times, of course, like anyone where I would post pictures and the truth behind the photo, you know, how did I really feel? Maybe not so great. And I hate to admit that because I don't ever want to make it seem like whatever photos I'm posting are lies, but it kind of just proves that a picture is worth a thousand words and only one truth. And the only truth a picture would prove is what's actually happening. So for example, if I post a picture on a yacht holding up a champagne glass, the only truth about the picture is that I am physically on a yacht holding a champagne glass. But all the other things that may say in the picture may not be the truth. Because you could look at that picture and say, wow, like she's so happy. She's living the life. She's fabulous. She's, you know, successful. I mean, whatever perception you have on success doesn't mean that has to look like that. But I'm just saying in general, you see a picture like that. And all of a sudden you've already given your you've already created a story for me based on this one photo. And I'm here to tell you that from my past, that cannot be further from the truth. So for me, when I look at social media and I come across certain influencers or celebrities, I look at those pictures and I see that one truth, which is what they're wearing, what they're doing, what the picture shows, and that's where it stops. And I'm almost happy that I've experienced that firsthand because now when I go on social media and I see all these other photos, like, I don't feel bad about myself. Not anymore. I don't look at, like, I go on Instagram now and I promise you there is no influencer, no celebrity, no person that is going to go on social media and convince me that they are as happy as they seem. Because you don't know. Because when I did it, I wasn't happy. Am I happy now? Absolutely. I'm financially stable. I'm in school. I don't have crippling debt like I used to. I'm going to therapy. I have good friends. I have good people around me. I have family. I have love and support. I have a podcast. You know, like I'm feeling more confident in my skin now that I'm taking better care of myself. You know, and my phone is old. My car's paid off, but I have not upgraded. I haven't felt the need to upgrade or to keep up like I used to feel like I wanted to. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I'm, I still take my pictures and I still want to go where everybody's at because it seems exciting and fun. But I no longer feel the need to project this idea that I'm, you know, just as fabulous or I'm just as you know, I don't know, like popular, like I used to want to feel like I find more comfort just being at home and watching TV and not having to be on all the time. And that's like very liberating. But the point that I'm also trying to make is if you're on social media and you come across those Instagrams and you're feeling like I need a break from it because I need to delete the app for a little bit or I need to unfollow people because if not, I'm going to feel insecure or feel bad about myself. Ask yourself, why do you feel that way? And if it's because you genuinely think it's because they're happier or because they are 
fabulous and you just really want their life or you're just upset that, you know, like, why do they get to have that and I can't, you know, like, don't, I'm not saying don't think that way, feel what you feel, be honest about how you're feeling. But then also like, understand that a lot of that is just projection. And a lot of that are, they're just pictures. And not everything is what it seems. Social media is literally smoke and mirrors. I'm going to tell you something. I remember when I was, I wouldn't say my skinniest because I was definitely skinny in high school, but I remember I was skinny and, you know, I still had my ass and I still looked good and I dressed great and I looked great in a bikini and, you know, I took those ass pictures and I was fucking, you know, living it up early 20s and my boyfriend at the time still cheated on me with someone who looked nothing like me. She was a little bit heavier than me. Her breasts were not as perky as mine. She did not have a small waist like me. And she wasn't even Hispanic. She was, she, she wasn't Latina. She was something else. And he still cheated on me with her. So, you know, even skinny girls get played. So that's like another thing, like don't ever think that you have to look a certain way in order for your man to love you or to respect you or that like the only way you're going to feel better about yourself is if you had the life another person lived or if they looked a little bit like or if you looked a little bit like the person you feel like insecure about or whatever. Again, none of that, none of that fucking matters. It, It doesn't let me be the one to tell you it doesn't matter. And I mean, as much as we love to hate them, the Kardashians, they're another example as to how none of that matters. You know, like, let's bring up Khloe Kardashian very quickly. Look at her. Beautiful, bomb-ass body, works very hard, businesswoman, has a lot of money, has a lot of support, has a big family, has a lot of friends. And look at the man she's with and how much he plays her, played her, you know? I don't want this to turn into a gossip thing. I don't, I could honestly care less. We all have our problems. It's none of my business to make opinions, but I'm just using that as an example that, you know, it it doesn't matter, you know? So whatever you see on social media is never what it seems. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all fucking cap. So the best that you can do is just to have fun with it, you know, post the funny videos, look, follow the funny Instagram accounts, you know, occasionally I will come across an Instagram profile where I'm just like, damn, like, this bitch is wearing Dior. I wish I could afford Dior. Damn. She's in Saint Tropez or she's at the Cannes Film Festival. Shit. I wish I could go to the Cannes Film Festival. And in those moments, I'll start to feel like, fuck, that's really cool. I wish I can experience that. But then I try to map out the blueprint. Like, okay, Nicole, every opportunity may not be available to every person, but what could come close, you know? So for me, I remember when all the influencers were going to Tulum. They were taking these beautiful pictures in front of the statues, going out to all these beautiful restaurants. Cardi B, she went to Azulik and I saw those nests. And instead of feeling like that wasn't attainable for me, instead I was like, okay, what do I have to do in order to get that? What do I have to do? Okay, I need to book a trip. Okay, how much are the trips? Okay, what, ha- what happens if I book this flight and go through this hotel? Because for me, like... As much as I 
obsess over these fancy hotels. The truth is I can't afford to stay in those hotels. Okay, well, what do I have to do so I can at least experience the hotel? Is there a restaurant? Is there a beach? Is there a fee? Or is there an event happening that I can pay to go into? You know, and then I map it out and then I ask myself, is it worth it? Is it worth it to me? You know, and that's how I do it. And by having that kind of mentality, I keep that while I'm on social media. So, for example, if I see a girl that I'm like, holy shit, she looks really good. Instead of feeling insecure about how she looks, I'm like, okay, well, what is it that she's doing that I can't do? Okay, I like her dress. Okay, cute. Where did she get that dress? Oh, it's a it's a Givenchy dress. Okay, great. I can't afford a Givenchy dress, but I can afford a dress that looks similar to that. Okay, What's a website I can go on that has dresses that look similar to that? Okay, probably Fashion Nova, probably Shein, probably Macy's at the clearance rack. I don't know. And then I do that. Oh, my God, I like her lips. Okay, well, she definitely got filler. Do I want filler? No. Okay, well, what lip liner can I buy to make my lips look like that? You know, it's all about I I use it as inspiration. So instead of coming across these social media accounts feeling like, oh, well, I can never obtain what they have. No, I can I just have to find a way to do it. And I think having that mentality for almost anything, whether it comes to your goals or, you know, the places you want to travel to, or even let's say you're in a situation where you can't just pick up and travel. Okay, well then let's find an activity in your area that you can experience that might come close. So for example, I want to go to Greece. I do, but I can't afford to go to Greece right now because I'm currently in school and the kind of experience I want to have in Greece is going to cost a lot of money. So I need to save up for that. But I feel like I want to go now. So what do I do? I watch Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants Part 2 because in some parts of that movie, she's in Greece. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That was uh, the first movie, the traveling, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, the first one where Alexis her name it doesn't matter she goes to Greece to visit her grandma Uh uh-huh I watch those movies I watch Mamma Mia I watch you know my big fat Greek wedding and I try to find a Greek restaurant that's in my area and there's actually two so that's where I go to eat because at least it makes me feel like I'm in Greece so it sounds kind of corny but at least it makes me feel like I'm a step closer to that I make a vision board. I cut out pictures. I have a vision board in my room where I have all the places I want to travel to this year. I put Italy, Greece, and Dubai because those are the places I want to visit this year. Those places are extremely expensive. But guess what? I'm not taking a semester this summer. Therefore, I will be working a lot. I've been trying to set up like financial goals. And you know what? And even if I don't get to do all of them this year, I know I will at least have one or two under my belt. And that's fine. But again, going back to the whole social media thing, it's all smoke and mirrors. And it's not a place for you to to feel bad about yourself. Because again, a lot of those images are face tuned, a lot of them are airbrushed, a lot of them are cap, you know, again, there was a time where I was traveling a lot, you know, posing these pictures wearing these outfits when I literally had like ten dollars in my account but I was doing it for who for no one for what social media when deep down I was going home fucking freaking out praying that my car wasn't going to get repoed not because I ever fell to that part point but because I was so broke that I really needed to find a way to get more money so I would work these doubles and 
you know, just try my best to come, you know, to try to be as financially stable as possible, all while also trying to live this lifestyle that I definitely couldn't afford. And you'd be surprised how many people go through that. I went to Celebration High School, where a lot of the kids I went to lived in these beautiful homes. And, you know, they would wear Hollister and Abercrombie and Fitch and have these Louis Vuitton never full bags that they would use as book bags, because they could because that's how they would live. But ironically, half of Celebration's homes were going into foreclosure or their parents really couldn't afford living there and they were going broke. But obviously they needed to keep up with the, their image. And, you know, I dated a guy that was like that. One of my boyfriends back in the day, his family did have a lot of money. When I met him, his family had like six cars. I kid you not. But they were going broke. Because they were from Venezuela and their money was all tied up in Venezuela. And I know politically, like, you know, it's really corrupt over there and it's like super bad. But instead of sort of like counting what they had, instead, they were still spending like they had money, even though they didn't. And I saw that through my eyes into their family, which is crazy. So you'd be surprised how many people go through that. So again, when you're on social media and you come across a profile, don't ever in your mind assume that they're living this lavish lifestyle and that they're doing way better than you are or that they're much happier than you are because it's all smoke and mirrors. Just take it as it comes. So if you ever feel insecure when you come across a profile and you're like, damn, I need a break from social media. I need to delete the app. I need to go ghost. I need to like, I don't feel confident and it's draining you. It's okay to take a break from social media, but I wouldn't necessarily, I know it's okay. It's ironic, right? Because I'm actually working on a podcast where I'm talking about toxic positivity, where it's like, don't feel what you feel, be positive. And here I am telling you not to feel what you feel. I just want to express that what you see on social media isn't what it seems. I feel like I'm repeating myself and I'm sorry that I am. I get this way when I'm preaching. And again, I don't mean to preach, but I just, I, I cannot stress it enough. Like, like just don't, like don't, like don't because people be capping, like people fucking cap on social media all the time. And that's another thing I want to bring up really quick. When you see these girls with these bags Half of these bags are fucking fake. I said it. I said what I said. They're fucking fake. So if you see these girls with Louis Vuitton bags, Gucci bags, YSL bags, Alex McQueen, Alexander McQueen bags, fucking Fendi bags, you know, the whole Yeezys, Yeezy slides, like, all right, girl, flex. Like, shit, I flex too. Nothing wrong with that. But that's like another thing. Like, don't look at that and be like, damn, like she has so much money. She's, you know, she, she has like all of the Yeezy sneakers and all of the exclusives and all of the bags. And Okay. It could be fake too, mama. It could be fake. Same thing with the guys, that Rolex, that chain, them earrings, the exclusive, you know, Yeezys or whatever the fuck they, these guys are wearing nowadays. I can't keep up with it. That could all be capped too. That could be capped. So anyway, that's my point of the episode. Social media is cap. Social media is all smoke and mirrors. Social media is supposed to be a place to have fun and to express yourself and let it just be that. So if you're ever coming to a place where you're like, fuck, like, 
you know, I feel bad about myself because my life doesn't look like that. Just remember, just try to remind yourself that things don't always seem what they seem. And I'll leave it at that. (laughs) I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I know it was a long episode. It was a complete rant, but it was something that's been kind of heavy on my head. And I really wanted to express that because I feel protective, you know, because I know how my Instagram could look like sometimes. And it kind of takes me back to that time where I was really on go with my postings. And I was really trying to project this idea when in reality, it wasn't that. And ever since then, I've always wanted to be honest about it. Now, am I going to post every picture with an honest backstory so that you don't feel bad about yourself? I'm not going to do that because at the end of the day, I'm not responsible for how you perceive my photos. At the end of the day, they're just photos. But if you're going to go on social media and go in with this idea like, oh, you know, it must be better. The grass must be greener on that side. My friends, just no, not always. Okay, not always. But be safe, focus on your mental health. If you have to take breaks off of social media, then honestly, if that's what's going to help you, then do that. Then do that. But remember, we're here to have fun. None of it is real. And just do what makes you happy at the end of the day. You know, have an Instagram. Don't have an Instagram. Just always be yourself. And remember, you're important. You're beautiful. You matter. And... Bitches get BBLs every day. All right. All right. (laughs) Love you guys. New episodes every Mondays. Follow me on Instagram at Nicole Asev. Follow me on my podcast Instagram account at Hold Up Let Me Explain. Hit me up. DM me. I will always try to respond as much as I can. I love you guys and be safe.